Welcome to the latest edition of the ASA podcast with Dr. Chris Keel. Today is a little unusual. I'm actually in the middle of a trip. Uh, I have not traveled anywhere since March of this year, but this week I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, addressing the forging industry. So what a delight get to do my podcast from a hotel room. I keep thinking that I need to have some kind of dramatic intro music or, or some kind of a voiceover introduction to make this all that more exciting, but so far nothing's come to mind. This week's topic is kind of a future look in a way. It's looking at what's going on with the pandemic and what the potential responses would be. This is always one of those subjects that just drives one to vexation because there's so little information even now. We don't really understand what we're dealing with. We probably will never understand what we're dealing with because it's a global phenomenon. We have trouble collecting the data. We don't really know what the connection is between various types of cases and who gets it. So I kind of preface this all with understanding that this is a moving target and things that you end up discussing one day turn out not to be accurate the next. The issue that is kind of before us right now is whether or not there's going to be a response to a winter surge that would be similar to what we had in March of 2020. The lockdown has been highly controversial for the most obvious of reasons, and it's probably not, we don't really have the time to go into the great historical discussion of why that was seen as a topic. I mean, the bottom line was that we didn't have a lot of good options because we didn't know what was happening as far as this infection until it was really too late to do anything other than kind of a blunt force approach. The information coming out of China was bogus, and it was late, and continues to be bogus. We are not getting the cooperation from that country that we should, and haven't from the entire beginning of this. So we're still left with a very blunt approach, which is trying to keep people isolated, keeping people separate in terms of their spacing, where they work, wearing masks, all this sort of stuff, even though we know that these are not necessarily effective treatments. We still see the virus growing. We still see surge. We still see a problem with COVID. So obviously that tactic has not been 100% successful. So with that as kind of a preamble, you're seeing in Europe now a lot of countries that are starting to look at the lockdown again. Um, at this point, they're still discussing how complete it would be. They're not looking at a complete shutdown the way we had in March, uh, but they're definitely looking at the service industry, restaurants. They're still having the event type things closed, which is also common in the United States. The issue is, do we do another full-on lockdown in the winter? You know, Do we do something similar to what we would have had in March? There's not a lot of support for that outside the medical community because we are still grappling with what the impact of the virus is, but we definitely know what the impact of the lockdown has been. It threw us into a major recession, one that we are still in. We are still looking at recovery late 2021, maybe 2022. 
No one wants to repeat and extend the catastrophe that we had economically in March and April of, of this year. So there's not a lot of support for that kind of, of aggressive lockdown. However, when the cases begin to start mounting and you get more fatalities and the hospitals are overwhelmed, there's going to be a lot of political pressure to do something. And that something is highly limited. There's not really a lot that can be done at this stage because we're working on the vaccine, we're doing all those things, but it's still raging. The critical thing, I think, will come down to the willingness on the part of the consumer to continue to function. Um, as long as you have a certain amount of inactivity within the consumer sector, you're going to have economic dislocation. Um, the consumers have come back in a lot of respects whenever they've been allowed to. They're doing a lot more shopping. Retail numbers are up. But many of the other things that consumers do, the event attendance and vacationing and traveling and all that sort of stuff, that has not returned because those restrictions are still in place. I think it's going to come down to really three things. It's going to come down to how quickly we get the vaccine developed and distributed. That's kind of the golden approach. If we actually have a vaccine by the first part of the year, lockdowns will not be considered and the focus will be on at distribution. The second category of, of need, I think, is going to be effective treatment. If we have a situation where people are expected to live and not experience long-term difficulties, people will be a little less fearful when it comes to COVID-19. That's even further away than the vaccine because we just don't at this point know what the effective treatment would look like. And then the third factor is just simply going to be people's patience. Um, you already see an awful lot of resistance to the simple things we're being asked to do. People are tired of the masks. They're tired of social distancing. They're tired of working from home. They want to attend things. I mean, the very fact that I'm in Cleveland today is an indication that some organizations are trying to go back to normal. This is a conference that's going to be half virtual, half live. So there's probably a half a dozen of us that are here to physically give a talk. There's a bunch of others that are doing their talk virtually. You've got about half the people in attendance are here physically, and about half are going to be attending virtually. So you're beginning to see, even within the, the management of business associations, trying to go back to old patterns, and, and that will last as long as there's not a more serious outbreak. So the conclusion of this rather rambling podcast is that I don't think there's a lot of support for a real, honest-to-God shutdown the way we had in March. I think we will see regional shutdowns. I think we will see continued restrictions on groups and events and things where there's lots of people in, in a place crowded. Um, that kind of activity is not going to come back into normal patterns for a while. But I think we will escape the kind of, of brutal lockdown that would send us back into another recession. Nobody has the stomach for that. No one has the stomach for the kind of job loss and business loss that that would entail. So and that's at least my take at this particular moment. Um, <laughs> 
who knows what I'll be saying in another month. Thanks very much for your attention, and I'll work on that intro music. Thank you.